to write about trying to figure out what it's all about existentialist am i worth anything or just this that was a great sounds of watching outside know. on wnhhlp 103.5 fm new haven myself prestige with my partner in crime long island raised elm city made e z blues is in the building easy blues you are better with introductions more than me who do we have us today on behind the brand ladies and gentlemen when you really think about life, you think about the now. You never necessarily think about what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't ever truly take those investments and make sure that you are fully taken care of. Because at the end of the day, remember, on that tombstone, you have your birth date and you have your born date. And everything from that point in the middle, that is what the life is. But what happens afterwards? What happens with those extra expenses? What happens? Who's going to pick out what kind of casket you have? Can you afford these different things? There is so much thing that you can look on and move forward. We have had some incredible guests on here that have talked about making arrangements and helping go, people go through. But they never truly tell you about how to budget it correctly. They never truly help you grow. They never can truly take something so painful and make it comfortable. For that, I want you to put your hands together, not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2. We don't need any accidents. But mentally, please put your hands together for the amazing, the phenomenal, some will even say the forward-thinking Corey Nunley. Welcome, Benvenue. How are you? I am great. Thank you for that introduction. How are you? I, I, every day above ground is a good day for me. Absolutely. <laughs> So, Corey, tell us about this amazing journey. How this all begun for you? Um, just starting out with Primerica and just uh, beginning a great chapter in your life as it continues. Well, it started out with a prayer because okay. we had a policy that we did not understand that contradicted itself three times throughout the whole, whole policy. Why I was reading that policy, I have no idea. <laughs> But something just led me to read it. I want to believe that it that was it was God that you know, led me to read the policy. Um, that's what caused me to pray because I didn't understand it. The company was not giving me answers. Mm -hmm. And um, two weeks to that day, someone showed up at my door that my cousin referred to me. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely about making fi uh, life financial changes. And it's been an amazing journey for me through that, you know, this whole time. Um, and I just been out there, you know, getting the word out to other families, how they also can have this, you know, financial plan that was put together for my husband and myself mm -hmm. and my children. And also, you know, just how I can help train them where they can earn some extra income on the side too, doing the same thing. Well, it's it's super interesting because not a lot of people will think about that that aspect of it, and and someone who's who's been to a lot of these end of life aspects and and, and the funeral things and and has sat through sitting down with like the the uh, the funeral home and and going over, you don't realize how super expensive um, you know funeral arrangements and like you know dying is actually super expensive. I, for, for all those who are like, I have no idea how I'm going to pay rent, don't die because you're not going to get a, a, a casket either. Exactly. Um, and that's that's just the reality of it. Like, you know, for me, I've already told my kids, just turn up the event to like, you know, 800 and just good luck. You know, have, have some fun with it. You know. Well, hopefully we don't have to do that now. <laughs> well, 
probably. I'm a horrible planner to begin with. But but see that this <laughs> is this is what's so super important about <laughs> see there you go. But that's what's super important about this because it is also one of the most emotional moments of your life. Yes. Um, you know, you've just lost somebody close to you. You've dealt with all of these crazy uh, phone calls, like, you know, say that someone, someone you care about have, has passed and you are like that, the, the next of kin. Then you've got all the hospitals calling you be like, Hey, can we use the organs? Hey, is this cool for this? And so many people are throwing all these questions at you. The last thing you want to do is also be afraid of what your checkbook looks like. You know, because you also you want to celebrate that person that's just passed. You want to give them the tributes that are necessary. And it's not like the old days where we could just put them on a boat, get some get some arrows with some fire on it and burn the son of a gun down. And even that's expensive because of extra insurance. So what are some of the the, the keys that are out there that that could help people other than making sure that they contact Corey, Corey Nunley and grow their business through you? But, you know, what are some of like the 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 freebie keys that they should be looking into? Well, first of all, they, they should contact someone that is uh, trustworthy and that's me and uh, my team. And, you know, um, I can put my phone number out there, 530-686-5394, or you can reach me at livemore.net forward slash C Nunley. Okay. All right. Um, that's C-N-U-N-L-E-Y-O, the letter O, and then K. Okay. Um, that's the first step. So I was saying that um, what we basically do is help you to plan out, you know, now while you're standing above ground instead of your family trying to figure it out when you're below ground or going to be put below ground. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, as a... Um, as a family, we need to sit down and, and have a conversation as to what you're looking for. So not just about the funeral itself and paying the, the funeral home or the funeral director, but it's more more important about your survivors. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a if you have a spouse that you're gonna leave behind, you know, does that spouse know your wishes? If you have children, will that children be able to stay in the home where you where you you and your spouse have planned to raise that child? Um, will that child be able to have a quality of life, go to college, you know, um, f- be able to finish college, maybe start their own business? You know, life still goes on in the absence of you. So yeah. therefore you want those survivors to be well taken care of. And can your income do that? You know, so we to look at what your income is right now. We, you know, we take a look at what your goals are. You know, maybe you, um, you know, if you're not here, you still want, like for me, you know, my husband and I, we had this talk. If I'm not here, I still want you to take the kids to these places. I still want our grandkids to have their college fully funded. So mm-hmm. we, we, you know, do that through life insurance. But the beautiful part about it is say I live a, a you know, a, a fabulous life and I live till I'm 120 years old. You know, will I have money or income be able to go that far? You know, will it carry me through that? Will I be able to hit my goals and dreams? Will I be able to be in, you know, Mexico, Jamaica, Bahamas, you know, three times a year, even when I'm not working, will my dollars be working for me? And that's the most important thing. So we, we cover two, you know, two main areas, you know, living and dying, Mm -hmm. you know, because just like easy um, said, you know, you got a bill when you die, there's a, there's a whole nother bill there. You got bills that Mm -hmm. you left behind, you know, you may be in debt. We help you get out of debt. We're helping Mm -hmm. you to make 
sure that 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 debt that you were paying to these other companies that you're now taking that lump sum of money you use and you're putting it into accounts for yourself you know so that you can have that that financial independent life that everyone talks about but no one really has it and so that's what you know we're working towards um you know my husband and I and that's what we're out there helping other people to do as well, you know, little by little. And, you know, as my, one of my coaches says, inch by inch, it's a cinch, Mm -hmm. you know, he's always telling us that, you know, so, and that's what it's all about getting these programs put together, putting your goals and dreams down paper, making it plain, and then being about it, you know, actually putting it into place. Uh, and and that's uh, from from two points, and I'm actually going to attack it from, from two different points. One one of the things that you're doing is you're starting to really teach people how to build generational wealth. Generational yes. wealth is so super important, especially for all the marginalized communities that that are out there that have never had the ability to really do that because they have been living hand to mouth, you know, because the system is so broken and really is just built upon the backs of of the marginalized. Um, But the other thing is you're, you're guaranteeing that your send off is going to be the send off you want it to be. Cause like, I know like myself, I'm gonna have to plan all that out because my kids taste sucks and I don't, you know, (laughs) I don't want them to play like, crappy music at, at, at my funeral. You know what I mean? Like it's, it'd be important to me that, I, that I'm represented properly, exactly. um, you know, <laughs> but these are the things that we, we don't ever really think about. Cause one, it's terrifying to think that we're all mortal. Like let, let, let's be real, you know, when you have to, to do that. And then also there is that team aspect of my financials aren't as tight as they should be. And now I'm taking it to this, you know, stranger. And being at so super vulnerable, um, how do you negotiate people's through that vulnerability aspect? Well, first, there's there's no judgment, you know, and and you know, me personally, I I can't guarantee anything. Um, I can show you that if you you know tell me what your goals are and we put that down on paper, and you know you have this person that's gonna check in with you, you know at least on an annual basis, hey, how's everything going that we put together is going to work for you. You know, Mm -hmm. it's working for us. So that's going to work, first of all, you know, so that's, that's basically um, what you want is someone in your corner to, you know, be there to kind of hold your hand and lead you through. It's the same thing as when you go to the gym and you purchase a trainer or not. You purchase the trainer, you see goals, you go in there by yourself, you miss, you hit and miss the days that you're going to work out, you're in there, you know, you walk into the gym, you're just sitting around looking at everybody else, you're not really doing anything. That's the Mm -hmm. difference, you know, do you want to hit your goals? Or do you want to just kind of watch everyone else hit their own goals, you know? So, you know, that's a big thing. And um, easy, I promise that um, I will make your wishes known. God forbid that time. (laughs) <laughs> you sound like you you uh you feel like you're not gonna have any hope, but you definitely will, you know, have someone in your corner speaking up for you. But um, you know, and and like I said, the other side, it's not just about death. Like, you know, of mm-hmm. course, I hated talking about that. But what bothered me more is one thing that the the um rep said to me is what will happen to your your husband and your children mm-hmm. in your absence. That that's when you know, the that part wasn't the issue anymore. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I got my salvation. I know I'm going to heaven. You know, I'm not worried about that part. You know, the part that I was concerned about was how would their life look? What would the picture look like if I didn't 
you know, join this business, if I didn't mm-hmm. put my good foot forward and, and actually try to do something better, you know, right. so, so that was the biggest thing for me. So I, you know, definitely was okay with, you know, putting my goals down on paper, majority of the people I, I speak to, they don't have a problem with it, you know, because we don't just speak about death, we speak about life. And the death part is if, you mm-hmm. know, if right. happens, you have enough of this to take right. care of that. Right. You know what I mean? And, and if you're living, and how how are you living? Are you existing? Or are you living? You know, mm-hmm. does, your, does your pocketbook, you know, um, support what, whatever it is that you want to do wherever it is that you want to go wherever your kids want to go you know do you have that type of support do you know how that even works do you know what it looks like you know like all that stuff so once I heard that that stuff the death part didn't bother me it was the mm. preparation that I wanted to get into play and and see you know the the numbers change in a positive way that's awesome no, it's 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 super super interesting because you know as as you go through and and I love that that it, you you are you are embracing it as per you know the quality of life aspect you know where it it isn't just about the end goal it is about making sure that everything is clicking through and not just for the the generations to come you know because no matter what all. Those who are parents that are they're playing the home game, as I like to say, those that are currently listening that are playing the home game, um, that are parents, you want the generation to be better, you know, have it better, have it easier um, for you. And, you know, yes, there is that whole principle of, you know, you can't take it with you, so why bother? But, I mean... To, to make sure that the kid, your, your kids can possibly throw that down payment on a house or, you know, not have to live under the, 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 uh, the rule of a landlord for, for their entire existence and, you know, actually own something and, and have that confidence to move forward. That is truly a beautiful sentiment. That is truly something that we should aspire to. And especially right now, when i mean we can be honest here you know we we don't shy away from the the tough questions we are possibly at one of the worst economic times in u.s history since 1920 and then the 1929 stock market crash um Mm -hmm. you know the 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 dollar is devaluing left right and in center you know um investment places are, are crumbling because of you know other people deregulating, you know, bank aspects, and now they can go be crazy. No one else is looking out for you. You know, you, you we're not going to have the safety net of Social Security that that we had before because we're blowing through it because we're allowing Congress to borrow from it when they shouldn't be touching it. Um, because of all those different things, no one else is looking out for you. Um, that's why this is so super important. So I'd love for everyone to really start to look out for yourself, start to, to look at, you know, and, and, and budget that aspect. You know, if you want to live on that champagne, you know, budget right now, li- you know, live a champagne lifestyle on a beer budget and you'll be able to live that champagne lifestyle if you make the right decisions and move forward. And you learn that you are worth investing in yourself that's something we talk about on the show all the time one of the reasons why we have this show is you know to the importance of every single artist that's out there invest in yourself every single business person that's out there invest in yourself you know i'm not saying don't buy the the 250 jordans go buy those 250 jordans but maybe make them maybe figure out how you can now sell 
importance of this is when you can sit down and have that plan. You know, there there's always those those who uh, fail to plan, plan to fail. Uh, that that is that is always a big thing, something that's truly out there. So as you are guiding these people, you know, through again some traumatic stuff because when you look at how bad everyone's finances truly are, and you look at the state of the world as twisted as it is right now, um, it's it can be massively terrifying. Um, do you give them like an emotional support soda? Like how how do you you know do you take them out for like a last meal before like, reality sits in? Like how, how how do we how does how does the first aspect happen so so the first so i i do make a cup of tea for them you know there you go you to have tea. um but the first thing that that we talk about is um we, we talk about the education so my biggest thing and my company's biggest thing we are out here helping you know the middle america get to their you know their goals and their dreams and everything we're we're not depending on the government to make sure that we have what we need you know um and so the first thing that we we talk about when we're sitting down with families is education we show mm -hmm. them how these certain areas work you know, because if you don't have the education and the backing, I can tell you all day what to do. But if you're not understanding it, you know, it's not going to do anything for you. You know, we're, we're out here um, doing what's right for families, you know, and that's the first part, making sure the families. Understand. So if you got to ask a question, you know, to me, you know, 10 times, um, 20 times over and over again, I'm that person that's there for you to make sure that you understand why you have you know, the proper insurance, you know, why you have the, the investment vehicles that you have, you know, um, why you, in some of those investment vehicles, yes, they are investing and in, in putting your money in the right places, but how many Americans say that they want this, that, and the other, or they own property, but they don't have a will or a trust to leave mm -hmm. it to their families, to make it, you know, generational, even teaching your children how to, how to, you know, be, um, have stuff to be multi-generational. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I have a granddaughter who I, you know, said one day your children, your children's children will benefit from this. And she was like, I'm not having any kids. Of course you don't think that because you're 14 years old, but one day you're going to fall in love, get married, have kids, and your kids are going to need, you know, your kids are going to want. And, and so I take that personal that it's my, you know, my right to make sure that my children's children are taken care of. And that's, you know, and that's something that I really want. So that's very important that we, you know, step forward and take care of ourselves, as you said before, you know, that, that we're not depending on you know, social security and being afraid that we're not going to have enough. If we do the right things up front and that's, you know, sit down and talk to someone and really get the education behind, you know, how money works, if you will, then, you know, you won't have to depend on the government because you'll have those accounts for yourself. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to, you'll have the, the right type of insurance policy and not have someone telling you, oh, you can get only this or this out of your, your life insurance when that time comes. That's not right either. You need to, you know, if your life insurance is your life insurance, it needs to work for you totally, you right. know, and, and that's my model for that. Um, and it's just, you know, that's the big key right there is education, um, understanding, knowing, you know, what you need, what you have putting it all together, 
Um, I develop the programs and I give them back to the families after we talk. I, you know, take in what it is that they want. I, you know, educate them on what they need or and or what they want and how it's going to work. Then we put it all together in a program, a little booklet. We give it back to the families and um, we just, you know, stay in touch with them. We're, we're, we build relationships with them mm-hmm. so that they understand, look, we're in your corner. We may not be, you know, family through adoption or blood or what have you, but we're family. We're going to, once we meet and greet and we talk and we sit down over a cup of tea and hash this out, a cup of mm-hmm. coffee or whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, some brownies and donuts. I like to eat. That's, that's fine. That. Now I understand why you and Prestige get along so well. <laughs> get along on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. We got the great Corey Nunley with us. Corey, I hope your train of thought. Go right ahead. No, not at all. So, yeah, so I was saying I like to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's reiterate that. Yep. So, yeah, you know, just once we put that all together, you know, we build relationships. We stay in touch with mm-hmm. you, you know, to make sure that, you know, your plan is going the way that you you want it to go or you expect it to go. And maybe, you know, if you fell off a little bit, there's no judgment zone. Let's, you know, pick up the pieces and let's start all over again. Let's get this done. Right. Now, c- considering, you know, we're all Gen Zers here. Um, I would like to, to, to say, how does cryptocurrency uh, change and format the business? So with cryptocurrency, um, you know, I can't talk much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the crypto, I personally, I do own some. Mm-hmm. Um, do I push it? I don't push it just because there i don't see any backing for it any right. you know concrete strength backing for mm-hmm. it so that's just me but you right. know personally i you know i i own some mm-hmm. um you know and and i you know study it watch it or whatever but it's to me right now it's it's not the you know the big thing you know what i mean it's like right. let's check it out well, it, it, it's really interesting because like um, you have like the cryptocurrency and then you have NFTs. And to me, like NFTs are just I don't know if you all remember Pogs. It's just like a digital Pog, you know, where you just had, you know, everyone needed it and wanted it and, and, and to go for it. But there's really nothing, n- nothing of substance there. So it's something that's concerning, but it really has taken a life into itself. Um, and I guess with anything financially, it, it, when it is coming from more of an you can you can get a higher swing in in your cash out, um, but you're taking a much bigger risk because it, it's something that can be very unstable and not as predictable as you know the dollar that is ba- that is based on the gold that is hiding under Fort Knox. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, so it's it's super interesting as things continue to move forward, and you know, as we are going more towards a paperless society to begin with. Um, you know, what kind of um, traction has your or, or fail staves that you can talk about? Um, you know, I got you. We're all working within the, 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 the parameters. You know, we're looking out here. Um, you know, what kind of fail safes do you help people navigate around in this time to deal with financing? I mean, And, you know, I can't go into detail about a lot, but the Mm -hmm. main thing is education. You know what I mean? Once somebody educates you and, you know, on 
you know, what's going on and what's out there. No one can get that out of your mind. You know what I mean? Once it's in there, it's in there. And, right. you know, that that's just the the biggest thing to me is being able to, you know, educate people and, and people listen and, you know, follow that education. There you go. I mean, knowing is half the battle, as G.I. Joe says. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many beneficiaries can one person have? Um, Depending on, like, on what? Multiple, like. If okay. that's a general question, multiple, you mm-hmm. know. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And um, I, I started to think because we talked about like just bills and you know people in debt if they pass away, they got like all that to just uh you know um collect and everything. It just sparked a, just a one question in my mind. Um, if something happens just for me, God forbid, something happens to me. Um, okay. Do my I take house- that back. Do my outstanding debts get paid before my beneficiary received their check? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Does what get something? Me? Let's just say I go away out of nowhere, out of nowhere. Some unfortunately happens to me. Do my beneficiary? I mean, do my outstanding debts get paid mm-hmm. before my beneficiary gets their check? That's what I'm trying to and, say. And so, and so that depends on the situation yeah. what what's at hand but that that could be a possibility yes mm-hmm. yes okay. you know um and you know and again that's where you want to come in you want to you know have those wills in place and those trust and all all of that stuff in place but the idea is while you're you know working and um you know gaining income you want to minimize those debts and and eliminate them you mm-hmm. know all of them, mortgages, mm-hmm. you know, so that there's more for your beneficiaries to have and there's no one else, you know, putting their hand in the pot. It's all for your beneficiaries. So that that would be the wisest, wisest thing to do is to owe nobody, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's that's a biblical, you know, uh, statement. Owe no man, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and the reason for that is because what happens is that that's more that's left over for your actual beneficiary that, that you have in mind. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, when it comes to all the, the young employees that uh, just come within your organization, um, how much do you impact them on financial literacy? And just like can't, can't talk to them on that and uh, just consulting with them on that because it's very important because I never had that when I was younger. Right. So let me tell you something. I my my youngest my my youngest uh, person that that's right. in my organization mm-hmm. is my eight year old grandson. Who oh, hears wow. all yeah. this stuff that I'm talking about? Uh-huh. And so he just recently had a birthday, and a week before his birthday, his birthday was March 26. And it. yeah, a week before his eighth birthday, he's only eight years old. He said to me, "So when I turn eight years old, will that make me a grown man now?" And I was like, "No, son, <laughs> you got a long way to go." And he said, "Let me ask you another question. When I turn eight years old," Why be able, do eight-year-olds have a trucking company? Do they own their own businesses? Mm-hmm. And I said, some eight-year-olds do. And I, I reckon you can have a trucking company, but you won't be able to drive any trucks because you need to be mm-hmm. at least 18 years old to start driving a truck because you yeah. need a, and he said, driver's license. I said, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he, this kid right here is already business-minded. 
-hmm. because here's what my you know me and my husband Mm -hmm. my husband he he owns a trucking company right now Mm -hmm. and he sees everything that you know we do business wise and you know he's right there at eight years old he told one of my one of my daughter's uh co-workers he explained to him and now you know i didn't say this but you know he told him he said i learned that at um at seven years old, if I put $7.50 away every single week, I'll be a multimillionaire. And this mm-hmm. guy was like, what? Where does he know this information? You know, right. how does he know this information? And um, and it's just stuff that he hears. I never told him that. he. We lost you. I believe you went mute. You're mute. Yeah, you're mute right now, Corey. Uh, can you not hear us? No, you can't hear us. Oh boy. I think she hears us. Can you hear us? You're mute. You gotta unmute your camera. You gotta unmute your microphone. She's going in though. She's definitely going in. Yeah, she's going. This is great. I kind of want to just like have like her on screen and we. Oh, ah, you have her on screen. You got what you wanted. You have her on screen. There you go. Uh, so she's. Are you back? No, no worries. As long as you're okay. That, that, that's all that matters. We thought that, we thought the internet demons were coming after you as well. But, um, you know, so he's the youngest person, I think, that is being impacted. Um, you know, my, my grandchildren and I, we have um, a thing that we do on Saturday and Sundays that's called mm-hmm. Grand Money Talks. And it's yeah, just what, you know, Yep, the grandmother and the grandkids, we get together and we, we talk about different things. We talk about rate of returns and interest rates and, you know, debt elimination and owning your own businesses. And, you know, so getting back to my grandson, he was telling this guy, you know, that he puts his money away. He told him that I am wise with my money. I, I spend a little bit and I save a lot of it. And this right. dude is like eight years old. And, you know, and this is stuff mm-hmm. that we're, not, you know, saying like per se you know to him directly it's stuff that he's hearing around us and then he comes to us with questions you know after he's heard certain things and I just think that's because of the environment that he's in you know um I you know I have friends that are millionaires and he hears how they talk and what they eight years old and you know this this kid the you know the mindset that he has right now to you know understand and understanding money is is amazing to me because I I didn't have that when I was eight years old you know what I mean like please I was like give me give me five cents and I'm gonna go to the candy store and spend all of it (laughs) (laughs) exactly give me give me five cents I'm gonna come back with the from the from the candy store with probably thirty dollars worth of candy I don't know how that the rest of that happened but then i'm gonna take i'm gonna take 15 dollars of that i'm gonna i'm gonna sell that and then i'm gonna flip that and i'm gonna turn it turn it over to this and and, and switch that it's it's super interesting because what you're actually speaking of and i'm hoping this this resonates with those that are playing the home game you're building a culture you're building a financially responsible culture and everyone that is involved in that culture 
actually benefiting from it because it isn't just the education. You're not just throwing facts at people. You're not telling people how to live. You're living it out. And this is the reason why your eight-year-old grandson can think like this because this is the culture in which he is growing up in. And there are so many people out there right now that the culture in which they are growing up in is hoping that the soup kitchen is going to open because you only had enough on your card to get you know the bread that was necessary and you've got you know a week of no school coming up so two of those you know two of those three meals a day is going to be absorbed and you need to figure out how to do that um you know we are 100 products of the culture in which we are raised on so when you can provide that information but not just information because especially those who are growing up in that hand-to-mouth culture they become defensive you know, and 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 you have this incredible spirit about you uh, about you that you can bring that down because you're not over, you're not talking at the person. You're living the lifestyle that you want to live. You're living a, a, upon these ways, and you say, "This is what worked for me. Let's yeah. have some tea. Let's see what we can take a look at and and see what works for you. I'm 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 in it as far as you want to be in it. I'm out of it as far as you want to be out of it. Exactly. But like I can see, I can see that there's more to you." than you know what 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 you are currently living in um and that is so transformative that is so you know um when it really breaks it down it is very much as as per your faith it is that unconditional love aspect of it you know it's that this can be for everybody but it might not be for you i just hope it is um and 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 that is such a beautiful beautiful way so i want to give you your flowers for that right now give give you one of those those super hard signs um you know, ha, and I, easy. I, the other part yeah. is, you know, even, you know, and it's not so like cut dry. Maybe, maybe your first step needs to, you know, get control of that, that credit card or get control mm-hmm. of the habit of, of spending when you know, you don't have it to take care of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that, that could be your first step. Maybe right. your first step is just, you know, the mindset of, I can really, you know, do this and, learn this and obtain it you know some people you know you have a lot of people out there like i can't i can't i can't we're like no we're not we're not talking about i can't Mm -hmm. tell tell me what you can do you know and that's one of the things that that we teach the kids you your first answer shouldn't be i can't your first Mm -hmm. answer to whatever the obstacle is is how do i do this how can i do it you know don't don't start with i can't so that you know what i mean so we just start with with baby steps it, it mm-hmm. just be a mindset maybe you just need to you know just sit and and talk with me for a minute just to you know rethink you know whatever the negative is that you're thinking you know and and that and that's the key thing because you know unfortunately you're also fighting against the generational trauma of it all you know they can't because their mom couldn't because their grandmother couldn't this is just what my life is supposed to be this is all that I, I am valuable for this you know I'm only supposed to be getting up punching a clock and yeah. then going going off of this mortal coil um hopefully you know hopefully um, so it it can be very very difficult and very very uh, you know painful to to understand. So I I personally would look at always look at it as that first step is showing them their true ver their, their true value and the value isn't a financial aspect of it. Although we're talking a lot about the financial thing, but the, the true value of you 
was a human being, you know, how incredible it is that we have this amazing computer system up in our skull that, you know, pushes all this um, electricity that moves forward that we can have these conversations. You know, our, our internal organs are so super delicate and so super important just because you have that aspect. I mean, it's it states also in, in the Bible, God loved us all that every single hair on our head is numbered. Exactly. Um, we get so far away from that. Yeah. Because, you know, we are we are in a society that says you have to look like this. You have to act like this. You have to go through this. Yeah. We're, we're told all the time what we can't do and how devaluable we are. And we are led to believe that we don't matter, whether it's a vote that doesn't matter, whether it's, you know, you know, an opinion that doesn't matter, whether it is, you know, whether it, you are not part of that upper echelon that that, you know, the laws are actually made for. So these are just generational trauma upon trauma that building generational wealth can help break that. You know, those the golden rule, some people will say, treat people the way you want to be treated. But the real golden rule is, unfortunately, those with the gold make the rules. And you and you want to absolutely have the wealth first, not just always finances, but the wealth should be growing in your mind. Like you should be thinking of your, just like you said, you know, you should be thinking of yourself that you are precious. If God says he thinks about you more than there is sand, come on, pick up a, pick up a handful of sand and I want you to count every grain. God thinks about you even more than that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, you're so right. Like we're so full of trauma nowadays and everything is microwavable. Let's hurry up and get this and hurry up and get that. And I want to hurry up eat that you don't nobody sits back like you know back in the day and you know i waited for my grandmother to cook dinner you know mm -hmm. you to sit there and wait and and how great was that dinner once it was done you know it wasn't this microwave stuff and it's the same thing with the mentality you can't just be a jackrabbit about everything you got to sit and think about some things and put them into play and be okay with it that's the biggest thing you know i feel like we're not okay with a lot of, of um things far as developmental mm -hmm. you know we, we need to know that it takes steps it takes processes and be okay with that mm -hmm. you know although i have a coach has told me that you know em embrace the process mm -hmm. you know because you, you're, you're sitting you're like this is not working this is not a no 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 it's working it's working mm -hmm. It's working in a process and, you know, and that, and that's what you, you have to embrace and you have to do, you know, especially as young people, I think they have a, um, a they have an opportunity. Don't get me wrong. Far mm -hmm. as, you know, with technology and everything, they have that opportunity, but sometimes um, the whole process, the step-by-step -step is the part that's missing. They want to go from start to finish and then that's mm -hmm. it, nothing in the middle. So, you know, so I feel like that's what needs to be um, worked through with everyone. Just take a step back, you know, take a deep breath and then let's start this whole process over again so that so, so that we can be better, so that we can, you know, leave legacy. You know, that's one of the things I was talking to my granddaughter about that, you know, we want to leave a legacy for you, but we want to develop that right in front of you. You know, and so, you know, that's what's important to us and making sure that she's seeing the example that she needs to see, you know, the boys too, they're, you know, I don't, the boys, they're, they get it, but more, more so her because she's the eldest, you mm -hmm. know, and she's, she's already 14. So, right. <laughs> you know, well, she also has a little bit more of that understanding of, 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 
of what that money is. You know, she's she's going to be hitting the point where she wants to go to the movies with her friends and she's, yeah. you know, she's want to do all those different types of social things that now costs money. And, yeah. you know, there comes that, that point in time, you know, I have that, my, my oldest is 16 and, you know, she's got like 19 different uh, interviews coming up for, <laughs> for, for working because it's, <laughs> it's necessary. WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, along Alan Ray's Elm City Made EZ Blues is in the building. Corey Nunley is still with us, Grace and her with her presence. Go right ahead, easy. Well, it, it's it's super super uh, like amazing that that you're you're continuing to help and, and grow this type of aspect because again, you're giving people control. You, you know, and, yeah. and that's really the, the, the truest aspect. You know, there are so many different things that will tell us that we, we're not worthy enough to control our own existence, to control our own outcome. We're just supposed to live that cookie cutter type of life. Um, when was the first time you, you realized that the cookie cutter life was not for you? <laughs> probably when I was born. There you go. Oh, I love it. <laughs> My mom tells me all the time how it was always different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, um, I guess when I realized it, maybe third or fourth grade, maybe. You know, mm-hmm. I I I was always that that slightly different kid, you know. I everybody was going right and I was like, wait, what's going on to the left? You know? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's so funny because it seems like the stuff that we would get in trouble for in school, like wanting to go to the left when everyone goes right and all that, is the stuff you need to move forward in. Um, you know, yeah. it, it's it it almost seems counterproductive, but I also understand because it's a lot of what you do as well. You know, you are giving you know you're giving the people the education, you're giving them the tools to move forward. They still have to put in the work. You know, one of the things yeah. I say all the time. You know, that that beautiful saying, you know, when, you know, when when a door closes, God opens a window. But the, we never they never tell you the other statement of that, because a lot of people are like, OK, this door is going to close. The window is going to be open and everything's going to be fine. You still have to go through the window. You still yeah. have to put the work in um, yeah. no way. in anything that you've said here and again, we're, we're talking upon in which we can talk about and feel free to share as much or as little as possible. And in a couple minutes, we're going to give the opportunity for you to tell everybody how they can get in touch with you, share a cup of tea with you, and truly make those next steps of, of their life and their existence. But, you know, as you are, you know, moving forward and stuff, how do you really broke, broke that conversation? You know, because I'm pretty positive in, in getting to know you and talking to you. Um, you're not just a wait for them to come to you type of person. I have a feeling that, like, you know, when you go out with with the husband and, and the t- different type of events, you probably have to look at each other and be like, okay, we can work for 15 minutes in this event, but we also need to go and enjoy, you know, seeing, like, I don't know, the temptations. You know, so how, how do you manage? how do you manage that? Um, so firsthand, we always have a powwow in the house on how we're going to um, conduct ourselves outside of the house. So if we're at an event and, you know, and I see someone that I have a strong um, urge to speak with, you know, he, my husband already knows, like if I, if I walk off somewhere, he already knows that, you know, 
I'm going to speak to someone and, and share, you know, um, not share the whole opportunity at that point, but, you know, just something simple like, hey, do you keep your options open to make to make an extra income? Mm -hmm. If they're like, yeah, like, what are you talking about? Hey, let's exchange these phone numbers. You know, by the way, I'm Corey. What's your name? They give me their name. We exchange phone numbers. And when's the best time that I can call right. you? You know, they they tell me, you know, you can call me, you know, six o'clock tonight or, you know, depending on whatever time it is, you know, 11 a.m. tomorrow. Then, you know, I call them at that time and we just, you know, start with, you know, just a general talk, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. They tell me and then I just basically go from there, you know, and, and again, finding out what are some of the things that they they want that they're not getting. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it may be something that's keeping them up and about money that they can't kind of figure out in, in the beginning, just getting to know each other, meet each other and mm. take it from there. But yeah, pretty much everyone knows that, you know, if we're in, and I happen to excuse myself, it's because I have a strong urge to go speak to someone. Now, that, that, that's awesome. And, and again, if they're, they're playing the, the home game, you still have to be very careful about what you do in that aspect. If someone one time approached me, said, are you interested in making a little bit of extra money? And there was a couch involved. It was high people skills. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm 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 not a proud. It is you know I I did what was necessary. Um, yeah. I was like oh oh I said you know so what I do is you know I help people you know with right. putting financial programs together you know so you have to go into a little bit more detail when you get that you know you you go over and you talk to someone that was an ex drug dealer. Word. Like, oh no I don't do drugs yeah. anymore. Like what I was even talking about. <laughs> You know, you can kind of, you know, got to pinpoint, you know, what what you're you're showing or offering people. But most of the time, just that general question, they'll say, "Yeah, I am." You know, doing what? You know, business people. So yeah. Well, it's it, and again, like I love the fact that you actually mentioned like the the um you know dealing with that like with an ex drug dealer and stuff because to me they 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 shorthand themselves so much. They have so much of an understanding of what business is really like. They know about supply and demand. They know about overhead. They know about, you know, all of this kind of stuff, but because it, they, they learned it on the, illegal the you know, yeah. yeah, they, yeah, they learned it in the street, yeah. in, in the street um, uh, community, instead of learning it in a classroom or a financial aspect here. But unfortunately we're getting the big hook. The Apollo curtain is being, pulled upon us. There's so much incredible information. And I really hope everyone hits you up to fully get all of this information. Right now, we want to give all of this time to you. It is your time. Tell people how they can get in touch with you, how they can get some tea, how they, how, you know, they can help grow and build. Their next step is contacting you. So please tell them how they can do that. The best way to reach me at, is at livemore.net forward slash C-N-U-N-L-E-Y-O-K, or at, you can text me or call me, 530-686-5394. That's 530-NUNLEY4. 
Corey, thank you so much for being part of broadcast. We do appreciate you on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues. Appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Thank you for the opportunity. to write about, trying to figure out what it's all about, excellent chalice, am I worth anything or just a scout, I don't know, I don't know.